Hey, this is Julia, and welcome back to Aquarian Times. Today is February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2024, and this is episode 182. So thank you for joining me, and uh, it's been an eventful couple days because uh, yesterday was my birthday, uh, February 13th. we had a Mars Pluto conjunction, uh, which was kind of a astro holiday. <laughs> um, when we have major events, major transits, it's like, and I'll be talking about that today. Uh, Going to be talking a little bit about eclipse season coming up. Um, it is kind of like a holiday, you know. We have our Gregorian calendar with all of our holidays, and then we have these sort of um, you know, not man-made holidays. <laughs> we have these cos- cosmic holidays, which are, um, you know, these planetary transits, which, again, depending on the transit, is, uh, you know, notable. We'll put it that way. Um, Mars and Pluto came together yesterday. I was anticipating what this would mean. Personally, um, I was talking to a friend who's also an astrologer and, you know, what what I was saying was we have, every planet has a higher and a lower octave of their, of its energy. And, um, every sign has that too, every zodiac sign. So if you know much about the zodiac, uh, I'll give an example of Scorpio. So in, um, in the archetype of Scorpio, the lower octave is the scorpion, right? The pinching, scuttling, bottom-feeding kind of, um, you know, attack and hide and defend and this kind of energy. That's a lower octave of Scorpio. And Scorpios get a bad rap because they can be associated with that energy. I personally love a Scorpio, Um because again, they live in the depths. It's ruled by Pluto, right? We've been talking a lot about Pluto, and uh, which is, you know, the planet of transformation and birth and death and intense experiences, trauma, etc. And so that's the lower octave octave of Scorpio, but the higher octave is the Phoenix. So it's the uh, eagle. Um, It's the eagle, right? The phoenix that rises from the flames. So basically, you know, it's, that's the symbol of transformation, right? Is, um, you know, you go through enough trials and turbulations. Not one of us doesn't face trials and turbulations. We tend to pathologize people who have hard times. Um, but you know, it's just a, projection of our own shadow when we can't have compassion for people who are going through challenges because we all do we all face them we all have struggled we've all experienced heartbreak we've all been hurt and have hurt others so let's just own that (laughs) Uh, it would make life a lot easier on each other if we could own our own issues and not you know make it such a problem when someone has a hard time Um, so the idea is that the Phoenix, right, is the one who has been through 
all these, it's like the nine lives of the cat, right? All these transformations, right? You know, one iteration after another and just keeps, you know, rising and rising and rising above the ashes every time there's some desecration, every time there's some, you know, trauma to face uh, and then recover from. The phoenix archetype is um, soaring to higher heights. And that's very Plutonian, you know. Um, And again, it is what's called the higher octave. Like we could stay in our scorpionic. um, We all have Scorpio on our charts, so we all have this part of us. We could all stay in this. It's a fixed sign. We could stay in, you know, a protective, um, stubborn, sort of, um, you know, defensive attacking place. But if we, if we embrace the transformations, it's going to turn us into this eagle, this rising Phoenix. So again, every, and so every planet and every archetype, you know, has these lower and higher octaves. And when we're looking at, um, you know, I'm talking about the Mars-Pluto conjunction here. So when we're looking at Pluto, right, we have the lower octave, which is, again, the traumas. And then we have the higher octave, which is the transformation of the traumas or the transformation that happens through healing our traumas. Because if you've ever, you know, if you've followed people's life stories and you see people who have been through immense traumas um, and have overcome them, it is a signature of strength, of a certain glow, of a certain um, confidence, of oftentimes when you can face this uh, and open up more and more to life as well as becoming uh, more and more compassionate for others and able to support and help them and through those processes. So that's the, that's the Pluto archetype. And then the Mars energy, you know, the lower octave of Mars is war, you know, warriors, um, uh, fighting, (laughs) um, very masculine energy, very, um, you know, ablaze, uh, fiery, uh, my way or the highway, um, very driven, very uh, self-focused, right? It doesn't really care uh, whatever's in its path. It's blazing, you know, it's going to run right over you. That's the Mars energy. It doesn't consider the other. But the higher octave of the Mars energy is ambition, it's drive, it's passion, it's focus, it's strength and devotion, right? Um... So, again, I'm talking, so when we're looking at a conjunction here, uh, two planets, two planetary energies coming together, we could have the lower octave of Mars and Pluto. I talked about this last week of, you know, aggressive, um, you know, trauma, basically, right? Violence. Or we could have the higher octave, which is ambitious transformation, so <clears throat> I'm saying all this because I was I was curious, you know, what's going to happen. And I don't know what happened there, you know, obviously all over the world 
um, there was different experiences <laughs> yesterday. Um, and of course this transit lasts for more than just one day. So, but it, you know, oftentimes when the exact transit happens, something will take place, you know, that we might hear about on the news, um, an illustration of these energies. Um, and I personally, I, you know, I don't watch the news regularly. Um, so I haven't yet heard if there was some, something, you know, indicative of these energies that took place. But what I did sense and what I did feel when I was out and about these last couple of days, I just felt like there was a, you know, um, there was a preoccupation with the self in a good way. <laughs> so instead of being preoccupied with others, with what everybody else is doing and scattering your attention and being, you know, dispersed in your focus and be, you know, complaining about this person or that person, instead of focusing on your own life, on your own power, on your own, you know, your own side of the street, basically. What I felt in the air, very strongly, I felt this, you know, this people in their own lanes energy. And, you know, I just kind of, um, I feel that, you know, again, this Mars-Pluto coming together, which is you know, conjoining in each of our charts, so it's a personal transit, even though it's collective for each of us, it was bringing people into this very sort of intense focus where they were less dispersed. Um, and that was my experience of yesterday, just being out and about the last two days, really. Um, and I was happy to see and feel that. I really felt it. It was very palpable. And I didn't luckily experience any kind of trauma or tragedy, at least not yet, not to this point in time. Um, you know, it was just yesterday, but, you know, so I just want to, you know, offer that to all of us, you know, as we're, you know, if you're working with astrology or not, if, if, you know, maybe it's not, not your thing and you're just learning a little bit here on the podcast. Um, you know, I'm just offering this as a way to look at, um, you know, your own experience and also how you experience, um, you know, the world around you when you're, ex when you're out and involved in, you know, collective energies. Um, can you feel these things? What do you sense? What do you pick up? Um, and how does it affect you, you know? So... Again, you know, yesterday, again, like I said, it was my birthday. We had the Mars-Pluto conjunction. Today, of course, is Valentine's Day. Again, another holiday. <laughs> um, so I've been, you know, again, you know, holidays just kind of take us out of our normal thing. You know, the whole world is uh, propagandizing, you know, around whatever the holiday happens to be, you know, walked into the supermarket today and oh my god just the the hearts and the balloons and the you know everything you know they're everywhere and everybody's talking about it <clears throat> and uh you know for better or worse it's it's an interesting phenomenon you know but um it does it is something we all we all get to experience together you know um those places that you know celebrate this day uh, you know, whether people are hemming and hawing about it or they're super excited, there's just a lot 
um, of to do about it. So anyway, that's, um, so it's kind of taken me out of my, you know, a bit of my normal experience and I'm sure it has for you too. So, um, but what I wanted to talk about today is, uh, eclipse season coming. So, uh, sometimes, you know, there is so much going on that we don't, uh, we don't get out ahead of these things, uh, until we get right in front of them. And, um, but I'm already feeling it. And because, you know, I have some personal things going on and, um, so we have, um, let me get the exact date here. We have two eclipses happening. Uh, March is the first one. And then we have one in April. So we have a lunar eclipse coming up March 25th. That's on the full moon in Libra at the south node. And then we have a, um, excuse me, a new moon eclipse happening on April 8th. Uh, a solar eclipse in Aries with a Chiron Kazemi that day. Uh, new moon in April. So that window of time and surrounding that time, March 25th through April 8th, uh, you know, is going to, is a major window of transformation. And I have been looking at this time myself because, um, I'm personally facing a move and, uh, and I knew it was going to happen around April, which it is. And I knew the eclipses were happening and I knew that this was, you know, uh, this was one and the same. So I really, you know, as we, as we head towards these eclipses and I haven't done a ton of research on uh, these particular eclipses. I mean, I know, you know, we are on this new nodal axis point. It changes every 18 months. The, um, North node is in Aries. The South node is in Libra. This will be the case uh, for the next, you know, year plus um, when they start to shift again. And um, so that's the energy of this, these eclipses is, you know, North node and Aries. We're going towards, uh, you know, individuality and we're leaving behind Libra, which is sign of relationships, which is, you know, codependent, uh, dynamics, um, any way we sacrifice ourselves for others, um, is, you know, we're having a, a South node energy there, which means, you know, those, that stuff has to go. So it is about breaking bonds with relationships, um, that aren't serving our highest good that we're somehow, um, sacrificing ourselves for, and, um, and to go out on, to strike out on your own and have, you know, there's so much talk about, which I think is, <laughs> you know, very, uh, just ingrained in our psyche. Um, but there's a lot of talk about, you know, being selfish, taking care of oneself is selfish. 
which could be the furthest thing from the truth. Um, so this Aries energy is really about focusing on the self. Um, and if that's, if that's something that you're either not familiar with or you're not comfortable with, um, or you have some kind of resistance to, uh, this energy, you know, ideally really does need to be embraced, uh, that we, um, you know, can get on board with, I matter, my needs are important, my desires are important, what I want is paramount for my soul's fulfillment, because when we don't follow our North Star, and oftentimes, you know, if we're coupled with with people, uh, families, or partners, we can end up blaming them for us not reaching our goals, which is a total fallacy. You know, nobody has any control over us. We only give them that control, that power. And these are these are deep programs in our psyche that are handed down again through our family lines, through our uh, religions, etc. So we don't all have these programs of thinking. When I'm saying program, I mean like a mental idea, right? That for instance, uh, being taking care of myself is selfish. Um, if we, you know, don't have that programming, that taking care of myself is selfish, then this is a, you know, this time will be embraced. This time can be taken advantage of. This time you can make a huge progress in um, furthering yourself and your identity and your. Um, you know, fulfilling your your desires, your sole purpose here. And of course, um, you know, the idea is that we will all be making progress uh, in some way around these issues. Um, again, it's, you know, because it's coupled with the South Node eclipses, which are releasing the need to get along, uh, you know, uh, with others to um, to sacrifice oneself um, to get along with others, and so many people do that. You know, they do that in jobs, they do that in relationships, they do that in familial relationships, codependency. You know, when we are putting somebody else's needs in front of ours, when we're taking care of somebody else before ourselves, and I'm not talking about small children here. Um, or children in general, uh, you know, it's a different dynamic. I'm talking about, um, you know, partnerships, or even the reverse, where the child may feel beholden to the parents, which is not correct, you know, that someone may have a desire to take, to have that relationship with their parents, and that's different than feeling an obligation, maybe out of guilt, or again, more programming. So, we are all facing this need to get on board with ourself. What do I need? What makes me happy? What uh, do I want? Um, and how can I let go of toxic relationships, toxic dynamics in relationships, um, you know, making excuses connected to the people in my life that are holding, quote unquote, holding me back when it's really just us who are, um, you know, hold, who holds us back, you know, with these sometimes very deep entanglements 
where it's so confusing, you know, what's actually happening. But the truth is that we have, you know, entangled our own will with somebody else, which um, doesn't lead to fulfillment or happiness or satisfaction. It leads to uh, being in a mire, you know, being in a toxic dynamic with somebody that, you know, often ends, ends up, you know, becoming toxic for our health, uh, you know, and so these things are never positive, right? So that's the theme. That's our theme collectively. Um, while these nodes are in these, this placement, which is, uh, we started with this theme back in the eclipses happening in October and 18 months, you know, from then, uh, the, the nodes will shift again. Um, and you know, to the Virgo and Pisces axis. So whole different story, but right now that's what we're looking at. So we're looking at, especially because we were coming out of the previous, um, nodal axis, uh, this last eclipse season, we're fully in the Aries Libra axis now. So both the eclipses will be happening, um, one in Aries and one in Libra. And, uh, so <laughs> it's, it's a powerful, uh, time, you know, to start to really ask yourself some important questions about what you're connected to right now, Right? the bonds that you have created in your life. And I'm talking about to people, to places, to jobs, to um, partners. Um, these are all things that really should be in question at this time. Because uh, what happens with an eclipse, you know, the timelines will speed up and there will be you know, an intensification of what isn't working for us. What is out of alignment will become glaringly obvious and uh, the things we've tried to ignore or brush under the table or that were not convenient to look at suddenly become impossible to ignore. And that's, of course, what they call the cosmic two-by-four, right? <laughs> we either get the little whisperings um, you know, either of our own discomfort, which we may not recognize because discomfort may be familiar to us. Um, and, you know, or we get, you know, these little nudges. Oh, maybe it's time to move. Maybe it's time to break up with this person. Maybe it's time to look for a new job, right? We get these little nudges, but, you know, we, you have to hand it to all of us. We're busy. We're overwhelmed. We've got a lot going on. And, you know, we have our health to deal with and et cetera, et cetera. And it's not always easy, right, for us to be like, oh, inconvenient nudge. Um, better tend to that. So if you've been through enough of these and <laughs> or if you study astrology, you know, or both, right, you're going to say, hmm, what's better, uh, ignoring the inconvenient nudge knowing that it's going to turn into a two by four or, um, taking action, you know, getting on top 
of the shift that needs to be made, even if you don't know what that looks like for you. But the idea is to get, start to get yourself, start to peek your head up and go, okay, what would it mean to get into alignment? Because me living out of alignment is, it's just never, you know, it's not going in the right direction. You know, things could get much worse. Uh, This is how people have accidents, etc. in their lives because we're so out of alignment that we um, head towards, we basically head straight towards a disaster, right? That again, because of the momentum of the past, because of momentum of our patterns and our own unconsciousness, we may not even see coming. So it's not our fault. But, you know, the, the point of studying these things or listening to my podcast here is to get us to start to see life this way and to start to wake up to, again, the, the signs that we need to be paying attention to or else, right? Or else loss of health or else loss of, you know, you know, whatever the thing is, um, the relationship, you know, suddenly blows up in our face when we could have maybe, you know, had a a more peaceful exit or maybe not chosen that person in the first place. Right. Of course there are no mistakes. So we have to, you know, we do have to remember that, but when we're in the present moment and flowing through the river here, we do have choice of which way to go. If we have enough consciousness, if we have enough awareness, we can choose. So, and it's not, it's not always so easy. Even if you know that you have to make a choice, maybe you don't know what the choice is. Uh, you know, it, it, we haven't gotten the download yet. You don't have the answer. The money hasn't come in yet. Um, (laughs) you know, so this is where we, work on our trust muscles as well. And, you know, so the idea is to get really in a trust space as well as being very intentional about working toward meeting this challenge, this change. So that means, okay, so say you discover the person you're with is, uh, you know, it's not going so well and um, you're, you know, maybe it's a toxic situation. The idea is that you get the therapist to help you work through the imminent uh, departure uh, or you start reading books or you get a coach, you, you know, start watching YouTube videos um, about how to deal with this breakup. You know, so this is called being proactive, Right. So you start to take action in your life to get out ahead of the change that you know is coming for your own good, right? Like, oh, I got into the situation. Uh, I didn't know better at the time, uh, but now I do. And I have to, now I have to course correct and it's up to me. And so, you know, as soon as I know that it's called taking action, right? So this is just really, really important, again, that we don't keep our head buried in the sand, that we don't make excuses, that we don't get lazy, that we don't, you know, go into denial, that we don't uh, dissociate. Um, I know all these things, you know, again, depending on our 
trauma history can be very hard not to go into these patterns or into our addictive cycles, right? Of, um, you know, however you deal with stress, right? Is, uh, you know, not facing life head on. But um, I'm just here to, to tell us all ahead of time, you know, it's February, right? It's February 14th. I'm giving you plenty of notice here that we have eclipses coming up March 25th and April 8th. Look at your life right now. What is out of alignment? What is not making you happy? What people do you need to slough off? What changes do you need to make, you know, in order for you to get on your path and, you know, start feeling that aliveness that uh, is available to us when we are able to receive life, when we're in a flow, when we feel uh, connected, when we feel in our purpose. So this is a time of taking inventory and um, to really get clear on what needs to change. So um, all this being said, I have a personal um, example that I'm willing to share, (laughs) which is that um, I have to move by April. And this is something that I've known for a long time, really, that I, um, that it would be best for me to move, to relocate um, from where I live. And I've actually tried, but, <laughs> you know, admittedly, um, you know, I, I, it's, it's a, I, I haven't known how, you know, it's been difficult. Um, and uh, so, I haven't uh, made the, I haven't been able to do it yet. And now I'm facing literally having to move from my place for, you know, logistical reasons. Um, And I don't have a lot of time. And I'm looking at this going, wow, you know, all all the ways that I've hung on, that I've sort of not wanted to face this, that I've sort of just tried to make it better, tried to make it as good as it can get. My soul and my spirit is like not happy where I am. Um, and I've, you know, this is something I've known for a while. So, uh, and I do think there's a reason I've stayed here and I don't think I've been in the wrong place. I just, um, I'm clear that there could, there will, there is someplace else that, uh, you know, I could be happier. And, um, so, uh, you know, I'm just facing this shift in, in my own life and I'm, I'm looking at all the surrounding issues around how the universe is showing me, you know, like A, B, and C, why this is not, uh, a good thing for me to, to, to stay, you know, in here in this area. And, um, and trust me, I have, uh, <laughs> um, I have my ways of, you know, sort of trying to, um, you know, not talk myself out of it cause I'm very clear, <laughs> 
but just bide myself some more time because I don't really know how to make this shift in such a short amount of time. Um, but this is, I'm very much in this process. I'm very much in, okay, well, I have to just, first of all, get out of any denial, any excuses I've made. I have to get really clear on what these patterns are that I've been accepting, you know, standards that I've lowered for myself, places I've let myself become unhappy or complacent, um, and not blaming anything else, but just knowing that that's my choice, you know, that's my choice to feel that way. Um, because the change for me is, I mean, I don't even know what the change is. I don't even know, I personally don't know where I'm supposed to go yet. Um, and I have, you know, <laughs> done some listening about this and it, I, I, for me, it, it's a longer thing. I feel kind of numb, <laughs> uh, at this point around it, which is not a good sign because, you know, moving takes a lot of energy, action. I have to be, you know, I can't be numb. Um, so, um, you know, I just, you know, using my own life as an example here, what am I doing? Well, you know, I'm number one is I'm trying to really lean into my trust muscle because it is very overwhelming. I feel dysregulated uh, by the thought of, you know, imminently having to pack everything up and not know where to go. Um, and, uh, you know, dealing with all the things, you know. Um, you know, so that um, that is something I am you know, having to face. And, uh, you know, as well as, you know, just really getting in a different mindset around this that is more uh, inviting of a shift. Because the way that I see this is, I feel this so karmically, you know, or uniquely designed is that, uh, you know, that this timing for me is like, it's kind of like, okay, this is your moment, you know, let's do this. Okay. And, uh, so I, I've said to, you know, friends like that I'm, I'm not only looking for this place, this place is looking for me. Like this place has my name on it, you know, like I'm expected somewhere. <laughs> and, um, and so I need to show up, you know, and that it will reveal itself to me you know, and, and, and that's my, that's what I'm trusting is that it will just show up and it will become obvious. And I won't, you know, all the stress and the worry and the overthinking stuff that I can go into again, will have been a waste of time. So I'm really trying not to spend energy there on those behaviors, you know, of overthinking and, you know, stressing and worrying because to me, this is, uh, you know, if I have learned anything, uh, this change is coming for me as well, not just me for it. So think of that for you too, you know, uh, the misaligned relationship is, um, in the way of the real relationship that you need. Uh, the misaligned job is in the way of the, the real job beyond that, that would make you happy. And, um, same with the home, 
you know. So that's a way we, we really need to look at change and really need to approach change in our life. And is that, you know, the ending of something else is the beginning of something new. And uh, we can't see that when things are crumbling and, you know, coming to a screeching halt. And, you know, it feels like everything's ending. But we have to remember that there's a new beginning you know, available and actually already written, you know. So that, that's my episode for today. Um, I'm putting out prayers, you know, for my own transition, uh, really doing my personal work around this. I have a lot of empathy for anyone going through transitions. It's not easy. You got to stay really focused and positive and, you know, just, um, and relaxed, you know, the universe needs us to be relaxed so that we can receive, so we're not pushing things away and in stress patterns. So there you have it. So this is your fair warning and I hope it was useful. Um, you know, I'm curious what change you foresee on the horizon coming for you that you need to make a break from your old ways and uh, start doing things differently. Um, so uh, reach out if you're interested in, maybe you are you know, needing some coaching around these transitions. Uh, I do life coaching. I do astrology readings and tarot readings, yoga and wellness sessions. So, um, you know, I'm available for all of it, for these transitions in life and for getting into alignment and staying really connected to your highest path. And um, you can find my uh, information. You can reach out. You can join my mailing list in the show notes. And I appreciate you listening today. I wish you a happy Valentine's Day, uh, self-love day. Uh, you know, leave behind the hype. Uh, focus on yourself. Don't worry about societal programming this is about you. This is about you really getting, you know, in tune with you. You know, it really has nothing to do with all this rigmarole that we, you know, are put through um, by the culture. So take care of yourself and I'll see you next week. All right. Bye.